This is the result of your words, day 84. 16 weeks since October 7th. 12 weeks of this series. Some good news and some not so good news today, so let's get started. In Rome, the pro-Palestinian rally has been moved, so it's not taking place today, Shoah Remembrance Day. Robert Kraft has convened sports league leaders to discuss fight against Judenhass. In Norwalk, California, Judenhass postcards were sent to council members. Biden's pick for Third Circuit judge finally made it through the Senate committee. But 10 House Republicans are demanding he removes the nominee, who is Muslim, for Judenhass that he's long since denounced. A self-described DEI expert was on a CP24 show in Toronto, downplaying Judenhass and saying that Islamophobia is two times worse. She said, based on reporting, which is not true. You can absolutely say that Islamophobia is less reported and there are probably way more incidents of it than we think. And you can do that without diminishing Judenhass. A letter was sent to the foreword saying the ADL is not exaggerating rates of Judenhass incidents, that they're not counting all pro-Palestinian rallies, they're only counting pro-Palestinian rallies that had Judenhass. But again, my definition of Judenhass and their definition of Judenhass are not the same thing. Also, hilariously, this letter was written to the foreword by the ADL. Australia has joined the U.S. in pausing funding to UNRWA over allegations of connections to October 7th. And today the organization fired several employees who have been accused of being involved in October 7th. There is now a class action lawsuit against the 23andMe breach that targeted Jewish and Chinese customers. J Street has withdrawn their endorsement of Bowman. Praising Norman Finkelstein was the last straw. Jewish MPs in the UK are telling their staff what to do if there's an attempt on their lives. The Jordanian restaurant called October 7th has removed the signage. Jury is out on if they've changed the name of the restaurant. After praising October 7th, an employee at Langara College no longer has a job. At Agundas Achim Synagogue, there were death threats left on the voicemail in Attleboro, Massachusetts. Residents on Mira Road in UP, India are blaming politicians for how bad things have gotten. Police refuse to arrest Hindu suspects or file police reports, making everything progressively worse. Today marks seven years since the former president's Muslim ban went into effect, and the DNC wrote a scathing statement about those 90 days. South Brunswick, New Jersey is joining the rest of the state in recognizing Muslim Heritage Month. Pakistan ends mandatory Islamic studies for non-Muslim students, which was required K through 12. Now you can study whatever religion your family subscribes to. I think it should be the other way. You should be required to study a religion that your family doesn't subscribe to. Because if all we learn about is ourselves, we're going to be pretty ignorant. Newcastle's first Muslim Lord Mayor quit the Labour Party over Islamophobia. A Muslim group at Queen's College is complaining over unfair treatment after having written an Instagram post praising October 7th, which is still being investigated by the college and the NYPD. The first two episodes of the fourth season of Law & Order have been specifically about Judenhass and Islamophobia. I recommend watching it if you're not Jewish or Muslim, and given other seasons and how seriously they've dealt with current events, maybe don't watch it if you are. Manchester, Connecticut had what are being called hate flyers found around town. This article doesn't say what groups were being targeted, but given the history of flyers being found around the whole country, it's probably Udenhas, if not something else as well. 
Biden's statement for International Shoah Day of Remembrance warns against the rise of Judenhass and efforts to downplay the October 7th attacks. There's a new bill in Florida that if it passes would pull financial aid and scholarships from any student who protests in support of a terrorist organization. Which is fine in theory, except for the fact that the people who want this to be law think that calling for a ceasefire is supporting a terrorist organization. UC regions are considering a policy to keep anti-Zionist statements off of official websites. I get that anti-Zionism sometimes really is Judenhass, but it isn't automatically. Being critical of Israel is not automatically Judenhass. I don't like this. And pro-Palestinian protesters picketed Henry Kissinger's memorial. Some of the chants were calling for the destruction of Israel. And that's Judenhass. And the protesters were attacking those walking into the memorial. I knew some of his family growing up. I promise you they didn't agree with him politically. I mean, maybe the people who were attacked did, but you don't do that. That said, the example specifically given in this article, all parties are wrong. to all of us in need of healing, and may the memories of those who have been lost and those who will be lost be a blessing and a revolution for peace, freedom, and safety for all. Shortcast Club.